Thank you for tuning in to the Asking God Why podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast approaches the Bible with the question, Why? Let's look at the Bible to answer life's questions. Here is your host, Jameson Stewart. Hello and welcome to Asking God Why. On this episode of Asking God Why, in this season where we are looking at the book of Matthew and asking the question, why is Jesus the Christ, we'll be in Matthew 26 in this episode asking the question, why was Jesus betrayed and arrested? Why was Jesus betrayed and arrested for Matthew chapter 26? First of all, as we get started in this chapter, the first thing we see as, as part of an answer to this question is that Jesus was betrayed and arrested because of envy. Uh, after Jesus had finished teaching and saying all these things that we've just been talking about to his disciples, he tells them that you know that after two days is the Passover and the Son of Man will be delivered up to be crucified. Then the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders of the people assembled at the palace of the high priest, who was called Caiaphas, and plotted to take Jesus by trickery and kill him. But they said, not during the feast, lest there be an uproar among the people. Later on in the next chapter, in Matthew 27, verse 18, Pilate knows, the text says, that they delivered him up because of envy. There was jealousy, but really it, it went beyond that. It wasn't that they were just jealous, and envy goes beyond jealousy. It was that they were jealous. They wanted something, and they were willing to do whatever it took to get that. And the envy that they had was they, were, they cared uh, about what the people thought. They wanted the people to follow them and look to them. They were the leaders. And now Jesus has come in, and all of these multitudes are following Jesus, and they're envious, and they are willing to do whatever it takes to get the, their, in their minds, their popularity back. So why was Jesus betrayed and arrested? Because of envy. Also, Jesus was betrayed and arrested because of the attitude of one individual, verses 6 through 16. Now, we see a great attitude of an individual in verse 6 through 13 who had the attitude of what can I give for Jesus? And that was a woman coming to him, having this flask of very costly, fragrant oil. And as Jesus sits at the table, she pours it on his head. The disciples were indignant. So why this waste? Why is she wasting this? And Jesus says, why do you trouble the woman? For she's done a good work for me. For you have the poor with you always, but me you do not always have. For in pouring this fragrant oil on my body, she did it for my burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. Someone like this woman who had the attitude of, what can I give for Jesus? Nothing is too much for the Lord. I will give 
whatever I can, whatever I have for the Lord, for Jesus. However, Judas, verse 14 through 16, had the attitude of, what can I get from Jesus? Not concerned about what can I give, but what can I get? Then one of the twelve called Judas Iscariot went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? And they counted out to him thirty pieces of silver. Judas's attitude was not one of what can I give, but rather what can I get? And so today, we'll pause very briefly and make a bit of application to us. What an important distinction that is for us today when we approach God. Do we have the attitude, do we have the mindset, what can I give for God? What can I give for the Lord? What can I give for his church? Or do we approach with the mindset of, what can I get from this? What can I get from God? What can I get from the Lord? What can I get from the church? It's really the attitude more of, are we willing to serve or are we desiring to be served? Are we willing to make the sacrifice or are we looking to gain something from others? The attitudes here of the woman who came to Jesus in Bethany and Judas are totally different. And Jesus was betrayed and arrested because of the attitude. What can I get from him? Also then going on, and this covers verse 17, all verse 17 all the way through verse 56. Why was Jesus betrayed and arrested? Well, because it fulfilled scripture. You remember we've mentioned this several times as we've gone through the book of Matthew, that Matthew is concerned with showing, because this is a Jewish audience, he's concerned with showing them, look, Jesus fulfilled the Old Testament scriptures and all the things that happened to Jesus. This was in fulfillment of you know, something that Isaiah wrote or maybe something that Jeremiah wrote. This is, he fulfilled the Old Testament scriptures. And what we see is as we go through verse 17 through 56, all these things that we're going to read about and we're going to briefly touch on, they fulfilled Scripture. Uh, Verse 17 through 25, we read about them celebrating the Passover together and Jesus saying, one of you will betray me. Well, even that was in fulfillment of the Old Testament Scriptures. And Jesus himself, though, also knew Jesus himself foretold who was going to betray him. Uh, they, they all began asking when he said, I know one of you will betray me. They said, Lord, is it I? Is it, is it I? And Jesus said to Judas when he asked, Rabbi, is it I? Jesus said to Judas, you have said it. Jesus knew that Judas was in the process of betraying him. But also, Jesus' blood being shed was part of, I mean, that was something that had to be done to fulfill Scripture. Jesus said in verse 28 as he's instituting the Lord's Supper, 
he gives them the cup in verse 27, and he gives thanks for it and gave it to them and said, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. In other words, for the new covenant to be brought in, for the new covenant to come into effect, the blood of Jesus had to be shed. We read about that new covenant in, in places like uh, the second half of Hebrews chapter 8 talks about that. Why was Jesus betrayed and arrested? Because it fulfilled Scripture. Even the apostles fleeing from Jesus when he's arrested was foretold in the Scriptures. Jesus told them, he said, All of you will be made to stumble because of me this night, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Jesus told them, he said, look, me being arrested and you fleeing and running from me, even, even that little detail was foretold in the scriptures. And the apostles fleeing from Jesus when he's arrested and running and scattering, that's exactly what the Old Testament said would happen. Also, Jesus submitting to the Father's will in all things was also a fulfillment of Scripture. Jesus doing what God had said, being the Father's servant. I think about a passage like Isaiah 53. Jesus, even in the Garden of Gethsemane, he falls on his face and he's praying to the Father. And he says, Oh, my Father, if it is possible... Let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And he prays that again, your will be done. He submitted to the Father's will in all things, and that also was in fulfillment of Scripture, as Jesus being the servant who did the Father's will. Isaiah, like I mentioned, Isaiah 53. And then... Jesus points out when they come and they arrest him, and Judas comes with the mob, and, and Jesus tells Peter to put your sword back in its place. He then says in that hour to the multitude, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to take me? I sat daily with you, teaching in the temple, and you did not seize me. But all this was done that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. Jesus points out, look, this is happening exactly as God has said. He wanted to be very clear to them in that day, and also, I think, to show us today. None of this was catching him off guard. None of this was was going against the will of God. This was, this was happening exactly as God said it would happen. So why was Jesus betrayed and arrested? Well, because of envy, because of the attitude of one individual, because it fulfilled Scripture. But also, we see in verse 57 through verse 68, Jesus was betrayed and arrested because those leaders of the people, the ones who were envious of Jesus, they were not concerned with justice. They bring Jesus to them at night, the, the high priest, the chief priest, the elders of the people, the, the council. 
they bring Jesus to them at night, which was not the way it was supposed to happen. They, they have all these false witnesses come forward, and none of them can agree on anything. And finally, two of these false witnesses finally say something. Uh, they say, I am able to, this fellow said, I'm able to destroy the temple of God and to build it in three days. So basically, we get this picture. They had all these false witnesses coming in, and it's as if they just kept taking their testimony and said, okay, let's keep going until we find two who say basically the same thing. I mean, they're basically just fishing for two testimonies that agree at this point. And then they act as if, oh, you know, do you answer nothing? Well, this entire process of justice is is just a sham. It's it's not it's not anything that represents justice at all. And so at the end when when Jesus says, when they t- say you're under oath by the living God, tell us if you are the Christ, the son of God. And Jesus said it is as you said. Nevertheless, I say to you here hereafter you will see the son of man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. And so then they say, well, he's spoken blasphemy. What further need do we have of witnesses? Well, how convenient. All your witnesses were false witnesses. Well, we don't even need witnesses. You've heard it with your own. You've heard what he has said yourself. He's deserving of death. And then why was Jesus betrayed and arrested? So we see because of envy, because of the attitude of one individual, because it fulfilled Scripture, and because the leaders of the people were not concerned with justice. Now, as we end, we still have a few more verses to go, verse 69 through verse 75. I want to end by asking a question in response to what we've gone through. The question is this. Are we afraid to be identified with Jesus. You think about all that Jesus has faced up to this point. He's been arrested. He's been betrayed. Uh, he, the, the ones who have arrested him are not concerned about justice at all. They're envious of him. And Peter in this moment, and I think to some extent we would say, we we know how he felt. I mean, we, we never con, you know condone someone for doing what's wrong, but I think we understand how Peter was feeling in this moment. Are we afraid to be identified with Jesus? Peter goes and sits outside in the courtyard while all this is happening, and a servant girl came to him saying, you also were with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied it before them all. Apparently this drew the attention of everyone sitting there. And Peter says, oh no, I I don't know what you're saying. And when he had gone out to the gateway, so he he leaves that area. It's getting a little bit too uncomfortable. Another girl saw him and said to those who were there, this fellow also was with Jesus of Nazareth. But again, he denied with an oath. I do not know the man. And a little later, those who stood by came up and said to Peter, Surely you also are one of them, for your speech betrays you the way you talk. You are from Galilee. 
Then he began to curse and swear, saying, I do not know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus who had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So he went out and wept bitterly. Peter, in that moment, was afraid to be identified with Jesus. Likely, he saw what what all of these powerful people were doing to Jesus, and fear overcame him. He, He was afraid to be identified with the Lord in that moment. What about us? As we go through difficulties in our life, perhaps we face persecution, perhaps we face you know, trouble because we are a Christian, perhaps people mock us, uh, perhaps and they, they don't want to have anything to do with us if we are a Christian, and they turn to us and say, are you with Jesus? Are you one of his followers? Are you a Christian too? What will we say in that moment? But not just what will we say, but what will we do? How do we live? Does the way that we live our life every day show that we're afraid to be identified with the Lord? Peter in this moment was afraid to be identified with Jesus. And as the text says at the end, he realizes what he's done and he goes out and he weeps bitterly. What about you? Have you been living a life that shows that you are afraid, for whatever reason, afraid of cancel culture, afraid of persecution, afraid of losing friends, losing opportunities in your life? Are you afraid to be identified with Jesus? All these things that Jesus has suffered up to this point and that he will suffer, he did it for us. Why, why would we be afraid? to be identified with the one who would go through all this for us. I hope that you'll think about that as we have thought about in this episode, why was Jesus betrayed and arrested? I appreciate you listening to this podcast. I hope you'll uh, continue to listen. I hope you'll check out some of the other podcasts on the Scattered Broad Network. Uh, If you haven't yet, give us go and give us a a review. Let us know what you think about the podcast on the platform you're listening to. We would sure appreciate it. Uh, I hope you continue to have a good rest of your day. hope your studies in the Word of God continue to go well. Uh, we'll be praying for you. As always, may God bless you and stay curious. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. That's the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.